with another woman in your life. Conversations with Andy Harvey will make everything alright. Catch her on E3 Radio. You never wanna miss a show. You know, I know, we know. Andy Harvey will make you grow. Impulses and challenges. 
It's also considered to be self-discipline, self-restraint, willpower, or level-headedness. I know I've lost some people already with that one. <laughs> it's also seeking to maintain. I love this. We actually got this definition from my work-to-work uh, tour that I did, Dallas, Texas, by Kay and Sheila. Seeking to maintain a character based on who you want to become. Bam. Only in Dallas can you get such a definition. The ability to pause and think before you act. That came from yours truly. And I also thought this, or actually think this, and this is the way I govern my life. Always considering yourself and who and what you want folks to remember about you. That is very important to me. So I always, always, always think before I speak. And I'm conscious about what people will take away from that and what role I play in that. That is definitely where I exercise my self-control. Let's be clear that life is a continuous opportunity of decisions. We make decisions to uh, get out of bed on time each morning, to get to work on time this morning, or whether or not we're going to be late. Everything about our daily lives is a decision. And there's a cycle that that goes to. The first thing is presented is an opportunity. God wakes you up, <laughs> and you have the opportunity whether you get out of bed or stay in the bed. Right. That's it. Like As soon as you wake up, we have the opportunity to make a decision, to exercise a level of control, self-control. We get out of bed. Then you're presented and required to make a choice. We make that decision, and we decide to exercise or not to exercise self-control. That doesn't stop there. It can't see me. Is everybody not able to see me, or is it just one person not able to see me? Can y'all see my face? Would y'all be here if y'all couldn't see me? If you can see me, somebody say something, because somebody just said they couldn't see me. I'm going to wait. Right. Look, I got all my people checking in tonight. Can you all see me or no? Okay. Yes. Somebody said they see me. My folks from Florida say they see me. Cleveland say they see me. All right. Um, let me start that over then. You have the opportunity. Then you're required to make a choice. Then you make a decision based on exercising control or not. And then there's consequences or benefits. And be clear that you get one or the other. Sometimes, most times, those consequences. If we make a decision not to practice self-control, those consequences are usually negative. Let me tell you two of the biggest lies that have ever been told. I didn't have any other choice. How many times have you all ever said that? Right. I didn't have any other choice. Yeah. If I could cuss right now, I'd say BS. But my mother might be watching, so I can't say that. Hey, y'all like my child? It, said, it says growthologist. Right. Mm-mm. Did y'all get that? Somebody just tried to call me on my phone during my show. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Anyway, I can't wait to find out who that was. Um, I told you about my tie. Biggest lies. I didn't have any other choice, and there was another one. It just happened. Nothing just happens, people. Right. We make conscious decisions in our head when presented with an opportunity to make a decision, and we make a decision to exercise self-control or not. Exercise self-control or not. Nothing just happens. Stop using that. You sound crazy. Or that other thing. I didn't have any other choice. We absolutely, absolutely do have other choices. We choose not to decide in the right way. Yeah, I just told y'all secret. Don't y'all try to use that. You're going to get busted. We need to recognize that in an attempt to keep control, we actually lose control and thus give it away. Does that make sense? I want to be able to make it make sense to you. Many times we act out. We go against the grain. We lack self-control in an attempt to keep control or believe control is being attempted to be taken from us. And that makes us lose control and thus we give control away. If that don't piss you off, I don't know what will. Right. So where you think somebody is taking control from you, you pop off, and guess what you just did? You just gave the control away. Like me walking up to you and saying, hey, give me your control. Most of you would fight me on that, but then you'll choose not to make the right decision, not to show up for who? For yourself. Yeah, I just got some people on that. 
So you say control what you say. What am I responsible for controlling? Controlling myself, what does that mean? It means controlling your behavior, you know, how you act, controlling your words, what you say. I see every day on Facebook somebody has the opportunity to do the right thing. They have to make a decision, and they make a decision not to exercise control, self-control, right, and they say things and post things and do things that they absolutely, if somebody was filming a movie, they would want that part cut. They would want that part cut. Um, Controlling of your actions. So when I say controlling self, we're talking about your behavior, your words, your actions, your negative thoughts. You guys have heard, seen me do shows, heard me do shows, been the workshops of mine, and your mind is a very, very, very powerful thing. You think negative, negative is coming to you. You, you, you don't give the benefit of the doubt or, 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 or do things in an adverse way. Those things are going to happen. You have the ability to practice control of what you think. You absolutely do. Controlling your impulses. That that has a lot to do with you saying things and doing things, making impulsive buys. I know for myself, I talk to myself all the time, self-control. Because in essence, if I do something that is out of my realm, that's me doing it, that's me giving my control to some person, place, or thing, and I refuse. I refuse. Controlling your temper. Guess what I was just told? That people who say they just see red, Anybody got anger challenges out there? Raise your hand. Right. Those people, they said, I just, all of a sudden, I just saw red. Guess what I found out? I found out that there are other colors that you see before you see red. Ha! Somebody told the secret. You absolutely see other colors before you see red, and thus you have those opportunities to do the right thing, to practice self-control, to make the right decision. And many times, we do not. We're going to talk about why we don't make these decisions. Um, control your emotions. Right. You can never, ever stop yourself from feeling, but you absolutely can control the way you react towards those feelings. And as you're going to always, do, it's going to always be in your best interest to pause. It's going to always be in your best interest to pause before you act, pause before you speak, and pause before you do something. You ain't got no business doing it. <laughs> I'm going to just be clear. Um, controlling your spending. Debt comes from lack of self-control. Right? I'm not talking about you going to get a house. needed. I'm not talking about you going to get a car. needed. I'm talking about you going to get the $60,000 car on a $30,000 budget because you have immediate gratification and you don't have the ability to practice self-control. So when they put it in front of you and tell it's only $560 a month, you make a presented with the opportunity, required to make a decision, and you make a decision not to practice control because we all have a gut. And guess what? Your gut is 99.9% right, and your gut say, don't do it. Don't do it. And you make a decision not to practice that control, and you sign the papers. And then you begin to live paycheck to paycheck. So it happens in our spending. It happens in our emotions. It happens with our temper. It also happens in our health. Right. There's some people that make decisions not to go to the doctor. Lack of self-control. I mean, all of it equals that. Controlling our habits. You know those habits that we have. Some of it is spending. Some of it is gambling. Some of it is watching certain things on the Internet. Catholic Church. I ain't going to say no more. <laughs> you know, all those things, again, you're presented with opportunities. You're required to make a decision. And then you have to make a choice between practicing self-control or not. You guys get that? I'm hoping that's good. I see all my people. Y'all know I want to shout out every single person's name, though, but I got to keep going. We got to keep We got to keep growing, right, right? Okay, so here's some examples of just a few, because I could come up with at least 2,500. But here's just a few of those things that I see daily, I hear daily. Um, examples of poor decisions that lack self-control. Extreme or unnecessary debt. You all know what I'm talking about. I already gave an example. You see something, you want it, and you have the inability to delay gratification. Inability to delay gratification. The inability to practice self-control, and you go there. Those people with 
10 and 15 and 20 and 25, $30,000 credit card debt. That means buying a cup of coffee that was $5 because you lack self-control is going to cost you $8.95 in the end for a cup of coffee. If it was in this cup, I could understand. But not just a regular Starbucks cup. I'm just saying. Um, another poor decision that lacks self-control is cheating. Right. People say all the time, it just happened. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. But guess what? Cheating at an emotional level, cheating at an intimate level, level cheating at a sexual level, all of those things require one thing in particular, time. You got the time it takes to drive over there, the time it takes to, to inbox them or to text them. To text. All of those things, again, you're presented with an opportunity. The opportunity is other. You're, full, you're required to make a decision, cheat or not to cheat, and then you make a decision, right? And you either choose to practice self-control, delay gratification, get it from someplace. How about getting it from your wife or your husband? I'm just saying. Um, again, another poor decision. Another one is stealing. And I mean, yeah, I know what most people say. I don't steal. Most grown people don't walk around just taking things from stores and things of that nature. But we steal a lot of other things. We steal other people's time. We steal our time. We take things from the job. I know somebody that, what, what did she take? Mm, I can't think of what she took, but I got a friend like, girl, I got this from the office. Like, so you presented with the opportunity. There's a whole bunch of, let's just say, paper. And you decide since you need paper in your computer, in your printer, that you're going to take their stuff home. You presented with the opportunity and you made a poor decision. You decided not to control yourself. Right. Y'all get this? Now, there was a big debate, not a big, but a small debate on uh, online. I posted about um, lack of self-control leading to addiction. And I want to say that I believe, and I'm a drug and alcohol counselor, that um that's not what leads to addiction. But us being able to, to control ourselves from beginning the process, meaning before you take that very first drink, not the drink after sober, but the very first drink, the very first hit of something, the very first pipe that you smoked, the very first any of those things, that absolutely means there was somebody presented. And I was presented with some of those same things. Somebody presented me with a little weed. I had to make a decision about the little weed. And I decided that the consequences for myself was going to be greater than that, so I made a decision not to smoke a little weed. I do puff, puff, pass, but it's not with weed. I do it with growth, right? I get my growth first, get high, and then I pass it on to y'all. Puff, puff, pass. Anyway, y'all know I'm silly like that, right? Uh, <laughs> the um, Let me see. Mm, to stray from what is right for the wrong reason. You do know that we leave relationships because we don't want to work. Lack of self-control. You don't feel like you want to give enough of yourself to be in that place. So you grow somewhere else for the wrong reason. Right. Even that is self. I know what you're thinking, Angie. I didn't know that everything that I was doing had to do with self-control, making decisions, opportunities presented. And it absolutely does. Um, passing up what, what looks good to you. And what feels good to you, just because you can have it now, right? People love immediate gratification. People love being able to get it right now. We don't like the what? We don't like the wait. And guess what? Many times there's many bad things that come to you real quick. Um, we also do not a good job making poor decisions at staying in emotional and physical places that don't make us happy and even cause us to be unhappy. For some people, there's... A little different. It's one thing being unhappy. Another thing, right, being unhappy. Yeah, for some people who really want to stay in those crazy situations, we make a difference, right? And there is no difference. When you make the poor decision, you lack the self-control to be able to leave a place or a person or a situation. When you find yourself not happy, right, you get that, not happy, and being unhappy. For those people who want to come from both sides to get to the middle. I got you. Um, and another poor decision is reacting in anger and then letting your ego do the follow-up. Y'all get that one? Yeah, y'all want to pop off. 
call somebody some names, go post some things, go call a couple people, trash a couple people, and then you let your ego and your pride take over, and they just stump, stump, stump. So you hit somebody, knock them out, and then you let your ego stump them. Those are poor decisions where you lacked self-control and thus found yourself out of control. You do know that when you're not in control of self, you're then out of control. I know y'all didn't want to hear that, did y'all? Right. If you're not in control, you're out of control. Because guess what, people? We don't like to wait. We don't want to wait. We want it now. We want her now. We want him now. We want it now. We want it now. And we'll go in debt for it. We'll stray for it. We'll break somebody's heart for it. We'll rip up a happy home for it. We'll do all of that for the now. When you could just ask yourself, what might be the advantages of waiting? I'm going to always ask myself that. What is the advantages of waiting? There are certain things that I want to go do right now. But what are the advantages of waiting? And will it be what I need to have happen? Because almost always the greater come later. But you have to practice self-control. We also don't like to appear less than. Oh, yeah, we got egos and popping collars and things of that nature. When you could just simply ask yourself, why do I care what other people think? Why do I care the way it appears to somebody else? That's a self-esteem challenge. And, yes, our self-esteem and our self-worth and our self-discipline is directly linked to our ability to practice self-control. You heard it here on Conversation with Angie Harvey. Go ahead and do me a favor. Share this video. Give it to somebody. Go ahead and give the gift of growth. Pass it on to somebody else. We also do not like to look out of control. Right. And I would ask you to think about this. What if somebody was videotaping the way you were acting in a particular moment and showed it to your mother, to your children, to your grandchildren, or that you had to see it? Most of us wouldn't like what we saw when we made those poor decisions, when we decided not to exercise our self-control. We wouldn't like that. And, and again, those are some questions that you could think about yourself. Um, we don't like to limit ourselves. We absolutely want it now. And I would ask you to give this a thought. Is that really for you? Is what you're attempting or seeking to gain really for you? Because it's my belief that what is for you will come. You don't have, it doesn't belong to anybody else. So we don't need to steal it or cheat. Bring somebody else's wife into your bed. You don't need to do any of that. What is for you is for you. And so don't consider it limiting yourself. You just wait for a minute. The other thing we can't do, we don't like to do, we don't like to delay gratification. Again, we want it now. And I ask you, is there greater later? There's many people who would make the decision to have a little bit now than to have a lot later, which is the reason why we spend all of our money while we can. And then we get to a place where we need it. You know, when you have one of those $600 break jobs, anybody else have one of those? <laughs> Am I the only person that had the $600 break job? Where they need to do the rotors. They need to, I mean, you need everything. <laughs> you need to do steering wheel. You need everything because the brakes went out. Right, because I made a conscious decision not to practice self-control and spit every dime that I made. Well, now I know different, and I know how to put things away. Now we all know different, because you're hearing this, and know how to, that self-control has everything to do with that, and your ability to be able to wait. We also don't like, guess what? We don't like to lose anything. We don't like to lose in Pictionary. We don't like to lose in Horseshoes. We don't like to lose our girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, or wives. We don't like to lose anything, even a bad relationship. We don't even want that loss. We're looking for it. Where'd my bad relationship go? And guess what? Right. What you have to really consider is, is this what is for me? And is losing this thing going to bring something better? I would absolutely encourage you all to know that when the universe moves something from you, there is absolutely a replacement that is better. But so many of us hold on so tightly to it because we don't like to lose. Because guess what that takes? It takes self-control. It takes self-discipline. It takes self-esteem. It takes self-love. And guess what? Y'all ain't got the self, right? Y'all not doing that. 
We don't like to start over. Oh yeah, don't. It start. It all started with Monopoly when you had to go back to start. <laughs> See, they trained us for this crap, people. <laughs> they trained us for it. In Monopoly, you have to go back. We don't like to start over. We don't like to start over in our jobs. We don't like to start over in our relationships. We don't like to start over in our friendships. So guess what? We keep the same old crap, right? Because we refuse to practice self-control and just be without. Y'all laughing, but you know I'm serious, right? That's how it works. And so you have to be clear. When you make a decision, uh, when presented with the opportunity, and you make a decision that you would prefer to keep hold of something than to lose it, and so you choose not to practice self-control and keep it, what is for you then goes. Right. We have to be clear about how that works. We also don't like challenges. We don't want to be challenged in any way. We want to be right. This is the way it is. This is the way it's supposed to be. We don't like challenges. Nothing in your face. Nothing at all. We don't want any types of challenges. If you guys see me sweating, that's because I'm 51 years old and right. Guess what? It's hit me. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that a lot because I'm not giving control to it. But obviously, it has control over me. So if you see me glistening, it's just that. Um, we don't like challenges. So I would encourage you then to ask yourself, isn't there a blessing following every challenge? And you give that some thought. You can give it some thought now. You can give it some thought tonight. Behind every challenge is a blessing. In my world, I absolutely believe that behind every challenge, so much so that I say bring them on. Because the more challenges, the more blessings. If I cross that hurdle, if I get over that hurdle, there's something greater for me. But you have to be there. You have to get you have to get there to prove me wrong. I'm gonna just say it like that. Um and here's another thing that actually gets some of those people. What controls you directly controls your destiny. Mmm. Get that some thought. What controls you directly controls your destiny. So who and what you are giving your control to is what controls you. Yes, that ex-partner. Yes, that ex-job. Your current job. The neighbor across the street. The 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 the, the organist at church. Y'all know everybody got a problem with the man who played the organ at church. It, all of those things, when you give control to it, it then controls where you grow or not grow. Does that make sense? So you be clear. And I know I'm a person I am not giving anyone my control. Besides, I learned this. The research says that children who learn to practice self-control, they make wiser decisions. They, those people are able to delay gratification. Those people that are able to see the big picture, those people are healthier. They have fewer problems with addiction. They are more financially successful, and they have healthier relationships. And I don't know about y'all, but I want in. Sign me up. Coach, put me in. That's what the research says, that those people who learn to practice self-control absolutely have something very fruitful on the other end of that. And you can imagine if you're able to control yourself, if in the essence of the word, it has to be fruitful. But you have to get there to see that. Right. You have to get there to see that. Um, the other thing is, in the light, another way to consider this, is in the light of what I'm becoming, what I want to be, what I like others to see, what will be best serve me, and what my legacy would be, is this the wise thing to do? Let me say that again because somebody didn't get it. In the light of what I'm becoming, that's what you want to be, what I want to be known for, what I'd like others to see, what will best serve me and my legacy? Is this the wise thing to do? And I know what you're saying. Angie, anybody got time to be asking all those questions? You're right. So you practice. You practice so well that it just comes to you. That as soon as you're presented with an opportunity and you have to make a decision, that the first thing that comes to mind is self-control. Do you need to wait? Are you about to be challenged? Are you scared to lose something? All of those things come to mind. And in order for it to come to you like that, so you don't have to go A, B, C, you have to practice. And practice makes what? Perfect. We are the people that we are, good, bad, or indifferent right now, because we've been practicing being that person. 
for a very long time. I'm just suggesting that you practice being something different. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Um, here's the other thing, and this is going to piss some people off, or at least it should. We find ourselves outsourcing our control. What does that mean? Outsourcing our control. That means that there are people that willingly give their control to other people, places, and things. So I don't want anybody to be confused with taking away versus giving away. You say, oh, they, they try to take my control, or I felt like I didn't have any control. In many cases, we're giving control away, usually by acting out of control. Prime example, you go to work and you decide that you're going to, you know, do this or you're going to be late. And, it's you know, it's okay because we got a new supervisor coming in tonight and it's okay. And they make a decision that because you came in late, you're getting the machine that don't nobody want. Oh, now you heat it. You make a, you, you make a decision. You present them with an opportunity. You can go work on that machine or you can do something else. And in your mind, if something else is to begin to run your mouth or begin to act ugly or or, or say you're not going to do something, and in your mind you feel like somebody just took your control away. When in essence, the more escalated you get, the the, the more uh, um, you find yourself unable to manage your emotion because your emotion is you hostile, you frustrated, you angry, you pissed off. That's not a cuss word, mommy. Um, you you in those places, and you make a decision to either manage your emotion and practice self control, or pop off and lose control. And you have been, in essence, given your control away. Right. Right. You're not going to see me talk a whole lot of trash in public. But guess what I will do? I will come home and write a letter. I will absolutely go on their their their, their page, their Facebook page, and do a review. I'm going to be heard. I'm going to be able to manage that emotion. What you're not going to see me do is act in a way that my granddaughter or my mother or my daughter or my partner would see me and go, What's wrong with her? Well, they probably would say Angie acting like, you know, she usually act. But, you know, other people would say, what's wrong with her? Um, And consider this. The actual surrender of control is self-control. I hope I didn't lose anybody on that one. The act of surrendering the control in the places where you know you were dead wrong, in those places where it's a, a fight you don't need to fight, in those places where you absolutely could put your ego to rest and you surrender control, it's actually you practicing self-control. Yeah, I knew I would get some people on that. Poor decisions with the lack of self-control. Get that? Poor decisions usually lack self-control. Most times the consequences are slow but impactful. So most times it's not where you make a decision and you don't practice self-control, and you fall off the cliff. Usually, it's a slow and gradual descent to negative consequences. Right, I got that from a plane that fly a lot. So usually, it's a slow and gradual descent to negative consequences. Most times, because if we were given direct consequences right away, immediately, I believe we would think about it. So like, if you put your hand on yourself and you burn yourself, you know, whoo, don't do that. But most times, our behavior or our inability to lack self-control in our relationships, in our personal lives, in our family lives, in our friendships, in our passions, in our churches, in our communities. Yeah, it's usually a slow and so it's not falling off. You're not making a poor decision and fall off or not practicing self-control and fall off. If that happened, I think we would all do a little bit better. It's usually a gradual descent to chaos and dysfunction, right, and negative, negative consequences. And many of us don't give that thought. You know why? Because we do horrible at seeing the big picture, right? For some reason, we get angry or get upset or we're moved in some way, and then we just, you know, it's just right here. Y'all get that? So you have to practice on widening that scope. You have to see different. Um, I used to believe that my life was being videotaped, and I would love to say that ended when I was, 10, but it did not. It continued until I was about 16. I really thought that everybody, especially my mother, could see what I was doing. 
Um, and for that reason, I would definitely govern myself accordingly because there were certain things that I was embarrassed by, certain things that I wouldn't want anybody else to know, certain poor decisions I had made that I wouldn't want anybody else to know. And it absolutely dictated the way I did things. Uh, it is not, it's common knowledge. Most people know that I've had some struggle in relationships for a variety of different reasons. But guess what? There's not anybody on the face of this earth or even dead who will say that I ever called them out their name. I've never destroyed anybody's property. And I also have never put my hands on anybody. Guess why? Because I was clear that I did not want to give my control. I wanted to exercise. I, I didn't do anything to them because I wanted to do something for me. And that was me keeping myself intact and not doing that. Right. And so that's huge, um, and it's huge because most of us have done one or two or three or all of those things, just those three things. But I had it in my head that somebody was watching, and then when I knew that nobody was really and truly watching, but that my daughter would see it, or that now my grandkids would see it. So if, in fact, my life was a movie and they played it, would I just be cutting out all these things because I did not make wise decisions because I did not practice self-control because I didn't know how to wait. I didn't want to accept challenges. I didn't want to lose anything. Yeah. I would absolutely positively give that some thought. That's my own personal story. You know, I always try to give you a little piece of me because I'm still growing too in these parts, right? Um, so what prevents us from practicing self-control? Y'all ready for this? Y'all all should maybe get some paper and pencil and share the video. You do know that I can still share the video. And I'll be unfriended anybody that doesn't share the video. You know, that's my decision. I was presented with the opportunity to delete friends. I'm going to make a decision and I will act. No, I'm just playing. Well, a little bit. I am just playing. Um, ways that we can prevent uh, or ways that prevents us from practicing self-control are unwilling or unable to manage our emotions. And let me be clear about how this works. There is willing, and that's the ability or desire to want to do something. There's able, right, the ability to do. That means the, the, the physical ability to be able to do it. And then there's ready. Because most folks are ready to do something. Yay, let's practice the self-control. But you have to be willing to practice the self-control. And then you have to be able to practice the self-control. And many times we're unable and unwilling to manage our emotions in a good way or a bad way. That could be excitement. Excitement for me makes me happy and I feel like I could eat anything. Yay, that's lack of self-control. You got I didn't manage that excitement well and I found myself eating a duck's donut, the lemon kind. Those are my favorites. Um, or boredom. People get bored and they do crazy, stupid, silly things because they're unable to manage that emotion. Or depressed. They find themselves depressed in depressed places, and they don't make a decision, present them with the opportunity. They don't make a decision to go to the doctor or to go see a therapist or to call Angie Harvey. They make a decision to do other things that lead to other things that lead to negative consequences. Or restless. I've seen people do some very crazy things in being restless. But all of those things are emotions that we chose not to manage. The other thing that prevents us from practicing self-control is the, the knowledge of how important it is. The knowledge of how important it is. So if I'm saying to you that your self-control is directly related to your self-love, is directly related to your self-worth, which is directly related to your self-esteem, does that not then say to you, hey, I might need to, I may need to look at this a little bit. I may need to really and truly take this in consideration that these opportunities that are presented to me are absolutely have everything to do with ultimately how I see myself the confidence I have in myself. And so thus there's something that you could practice, right? I think that we don't practice self-control because we don't know what big, we don't know how big that link is to those things that are very important to us. Um, the other thing is it's very easy to lose control and, and, and have unpredictable consequences. Because when consequences are predictable, we tend to be a little bit more in control but losing control seems to be easy. Girl, I just popped off. or you know, I mean, I know people, as soon as somebody picks them off, they're on Facebook. Or as soon as something happens, it's wrong, they're on Facebook. Um, losing control seems to be easy 
but with unpredictable consequences versus having control is more challenging, but it's with more predictable and usually more pleasurable circumstances. Everybody got that? Popping off, easy, staying in control, challenging. But what do we want to do? We don't want easy. This ain't Sunday morning. We absolutely want to be challenged to be able to practice self-control. Um, another reason that we, another thing that keeps us from practicing self-control is um, um, we, we become complacent with negative outcomes, meaning, okay, so what, I'm going to lose my job. So what, she going to be mad? So what, he going to leave? So, you know, like, okay, many of us ex- that, that have come to expect negative things to happen in our life absolutely do things to sabotage ourselves because we expect those things like hey that's probably gonna happen anyway um those things can be absolutely challenging and prevent you from being able to practice 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 self-control um outcome isn't grave enough right some of us don't do good with little consequences some of us don't good do good with right because it's like you know okay she gonna be mad I know many people that do things that they know they should not be doing because he's going to be mad. He'll get over it. I've heard people say that. So they move forward. And, not, and so instead of me not controlling myself, not controlling my actions, not controlling my words, not controlling my behavior, I'm okay with accepting that little consequence. So sometimes when the consequence is not grave enough, guess what, people? We don't get the lesson. I know many people. Many people that know the consequences are going to be small, and so it's okay that I don't have to practice self-control. Plus, losing control is very easy. Practice self-control is very hard. What's she going to do, leave? Right. And many people think like that. Um, the other reason that it's so difficult is because we never adequately learn how to have self-control. It wasn't something that your mother sat down like, okay, this is how we're going to do this. It was actually something that was kind of pushed on you and forced on you very early on. Um, many times we felt miserably at it. And then as we begun to understand how challenging it can be, because usually practicing the self-control means sitting in a place that's uncomfortable. And we don't like uncomfortable at all. We don't get that being uncomfortable is where the growth is. Right. Somebody write that down. Being uncomfortable is where the growth is. And so it's okay to be there. Sit down, get comfortable, get comfortable in the uncomfortable and just grow. So many of us didn't learn how to do that. We didn't learn how to have self-control. Um, the other thing is we have challenges speaking our truth. So there's a lot of unspoken truth. Um, we're using acting out to keep from speaking out. Right. Y'all act up instead of speaking out. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So you can go in and go off without a second thought when you just really need to say what it is you think, say what it is you feel, say what it is you believe. Those things are your truth, and you should speak them. But because we have an inability to speak them, guess what? We lack control, and thus we allow ourselves to grow in other places. I hope you all are keeping up with this because these things are so very important. Um, And I know what you're saying. Angie, you're telling us a whole lot about how we're not getting it, what we're not doing right, all those things. Give us something to grow on. Y'all ready to grow? Right. Let's do this. Wait a minute. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Nobody asked any questions. You didn't ask questions. So I'm going to have to take a little sip because my mouth was a little dry because y'all make me talk the entire hour because nobody asks questions. Nobody calls in anymore. It's okay. I got you. Watch me. I'm about to do this. Right, right, right. Um, what helps us have and maintain self-control? This is the growth piece. This is where you need to listen up. Keep yourself grounded in the middle of your foundation and not on the edge. What do I mean by that? It shouldn't be that somebody could say something to you and you pop off like that. That means you was already at the edge. It shouldn't be that something happens to you in your marriage and the first place that you run is to another person. That means you weren't grounded in your center. You weren't grounded in your center. Right. So the first thing you need to do is to get grounded. 
get in the middle because it's very hard for somebody to push you over the edge, pull you over the edge, take you over the edge, do any of those things if you're in the middle of what is right and what gives you confidence and what gives you strength. Many of us live life on the edge. And so anything, anyone, any situation, any circumstances takes us over the top. And guess what happens? We have the inability, the unwillingness to be able to practice self-control. We're presented with opportunities on that edge. Somebody says something smart on that edge. And guess what we go? We get to drop kick and we become the karate kid. Right. I've never had to kick anybody. I live in the center. It takes a, If I get to an edge, and I can't even tell you the last time I was at an edge. If I get to an edge, somebody has done, they didn't brought the whole crew. The whole posse came. Because I don't live, I live in the center. It's very difficult. And I would encourage you all to absolutely find your center. We weren't just using the buzzwords. Find your center so that nobody's able to get you in that edge piece. That comes with self-love. It comes with confidence. It comes with the ability to be able to communicate your truth. It comes with a lot of things. Most of the things that it comes with, guess what? I've done a show on it. So after this show, I'm going to post a list of all of my shows, and, and it's there. I promise you it's there. You just have to opportunity presents itself. You make a decision. Practice control. So instead of you listening to Tom Joyner's morning show in the morning, you can listen to Angie Harvey and do some going up. Instead of listening to the Steve Harvey show or the D.L. Hughley show, instead of uh, Atlanta Housewives and, 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 and what is that other show? So many of them are dysfunctional. Oh, my goodness. I'm mad y'all looking at them. But anyway, there's, if you practice self-control and did some of those things that you can take to, to enhance you, you absolutely can get to that place. I guarantee you. Um, the, another way of saying that is to establish your conviction far away from the breaking point. Because many of us are capable of just breaking. That's only when you, right, your conviction is right there on the edge. You put your conviction on a windowsill, baby. You liable to fall out the window. Somebody write that down. That was good. That'll preach. That would definitely preach. Um, consider yourself. And many of us, have had great challenges in doing that because we grew up in places where we didn't consider ourselves. We grew up in places where we were made to consider other people first. And I've been telling you for as many years as I've been talking that you absolutely consider yourself first. So in many of the things, and I said this earlier, I don't do things to people because I do things for myself. So I don't pop off to people. I don't disrespect people. I don't uh, uh, talk about people loudly. But it's not to everybody. It's not on Facebook. Do I get a pass? <laughs> uh, I consider, and I do those things for me. I don't do those things because I'm nice to them. I don't do those things because I I do those things to, to, to save me because I don't want anybody to be able to say, oh, Angie. In fact, I posted something probably a month ago. This woman was upset because I had told her partner something and, you know, but I, I got her permission to post what I posted. And it sounded like I was being catty or or being rude, or being, and people were excited, like, ooh, look at Angie being a little frisky, risque, and I had to tell her, no, boo, I care too much about me to do that, so consider yourself first, be centered in your foundation, and consider the big picture, everybody knows what the little picture looks like, many of us don't consider the big picture, if I do this, this will happen, if I leave this, this is what I'm going to. If I say this, this is likely to happen. You have to look at the big picture. How do I do that, Angie? As soon as you know that there is a picture, as soon as she comes and say, I can't believe you said that, and you go, okay, what's the big picture? You present it with an opportunity to speak. You have to quickly make a decision, and you choose to be in control. And the first thing you say is, what is it that you heard in your inside voice? Don't Trust me, if somebody come to you yelling, only way to diffuse that is to lower your voice. Right. When people come here with me, they come 10, I'm going too. Right. So I know that our, uh, what was she called? The, the, the president's wife said, when they, when they go low, you go high. Well, I'm telling you, when they come with the high voice, you go low. Right. Right. You keep you. You consider you first. You do what you need to do 
first and consider your own consider your own image down the road. Not just considering you in the place that you're at now and not letting anybody take you to twelve. I won't I don't care about anybody that much to take me to twelve. I wouldn't give anybody that because that's too much of my control. But I also consider my image. And not just because I'm a public figure, but I consider my image because uh, anything I post on Facebook, my grandkids are going to have access to. Anything that I say on this show, my family, my friends, people that know me, people that support me, people that, 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 that trust me, people that consider me, those people all see that. I always think about my image. And I promise you, I know some people who have done things that could not have possibly considered their image. You know how I know? When people don't want you to tell stuff that they've done, I tell people all the time, if you don't want anybody else to know it, I ain't going to say don't do it. But if you don't want anybody to know of it, don't do it. If it's embarrassing and it sounds embarrassing for somebody to say it, that's one of the reasons why I make my clients say some of their dumb stuff out loud. Right. Because when you say it out loud, it makes you think to yourself, like, what did I do that for? Like, that was, that was beyond stupid. Right. And some of us live in those places if you get what I mean. Um, so you can either, again, allow yourself to practice a self-control or you can know that there's a self-destruction. In some way, shape, or form, there's going to be some form of destruction if, in fact, you don't practice self-control. Now, at any point, do you think there's the ability to have too much control? Yeah, there is. Uh, and probably all of us know at least one person who lives so rigidly that is absolutely uncomfortable for anybody to be around them. And I'm not talking about people specifically with mental disorders because those people sometimes have some, um, 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 what would I say, rigidness. But I'm talking about those people who are so freaking in control of everything, so fear of losing control that they feel like they have to be in self-control all the time. And that absolutely can be a negative thing. So people don't go to 1700 just because you got this little bit of information. I just need you to hover around 9 or 10 where you're able to then to practice like, okay, then here's where I get to consider myself. Here's where I get to ground myself in center. Here's where I get to consider my image. And then make a decision. Pause, think, act. PTA. Pause, think, act. It'll save your whole life. Pause, think, act. Pause, think, act. Sometimes we have to pause, pause, pause. Pause, pause, think, 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 act. Let that be the last thing that you do. Self-control sometimes can mandate that we sit in uncomfortable emotional places. Nobody wants anybody to get anything over on them. So if somebody comes at you crazy, you come back with crazy. Somebody comes at you with an accusation, you come back with an accusation. Somebody says something about your character, you say something about your character. Practicing self-control lets you sit there in that uncomfortable place and wait because you know that you're considering self and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I really and truly go out of my way not to even say things that I have to apologize for. I pause, I think, and I act. It could be why my phone doesn't ring because even when I don't have to apologize, I say some things that is usually true. But many times people don't want to hear it, right? I'm just saying. Um, so it, it it mandates that we do that, that self-control. It also mandates that we make wise decisions. That means when presented with the opportunity, you make a decision, and that decision is a wise decision. So we've gotten all this information. We know what self-control is. We know what, what leads us to not having self-control we know examples of what self-control can look like. We have some, uh, some, some responses to what we can do to be able to practice and maintain our self-control. And now I need to talk about a little bit, how do we apply the paint? You guys have heard me say it a million times. What is the paint? The paint is knowledge. And people, we get knowledge every day, all day. And it, if you don't use the knowledge to change the paint, to change the color of your world, the color of your world never changes. You know what I mean. You're the people that get the self-help books, you know, all of Angie Harvey's posts. You read all of Angie Harvey's posts. 
you you know, you look at all the conversation with Angie Harvey, you've been going on a YouTube page, you watch Yana Van Zandt, you do all of that, applying zero. You got all that paint. You got every color that Sharon Williams got, but you haven't changed any of the colors of your wall. So be clear, at the end of every conversation, there is always the opportunity for you to ask yourself, presented with the opportunity, you make a decision, am I going to apply this? How am I going to apply this? How can I apply this? If you're not applying it, you might as well have not gotten the information. You know, you guys leave church like, oh, that was a mighty word. That was a good word. Well, how are you going to apply that word so that what you heard changes who you are and how you see things, enhances who you are and what you do? Any other thing is a loss. You, you wasted your time. I said it. Don't tell your mother I said that. But, yeah, you are wasting your time. Um, pause, think, act. We, we got that? Pause, think, act. If you're going to apply the paint, you're going to absolutely find yourself pausing, giving some thought to it before you act, right? Knowing is very different than being willing, which is very different than being able. People say all the time, if you know better, you do better. And don't we know different? Because not everybody that knows better is willing or able. Most people know better. We know right from wrong. We know good from bad. We know decisions from stuff. We know all of that. Us being willing and able looks different. You have to know the difference and be able to move down, move down the right, move down the journey, move down the road. We got knowing, able, and willing, and you have to be in those spaces and places. Um, and then bottom line is knowing the right thing to do. And you say, okay, Angie, the right thing for who? What did I just tell you? Consider you. Consider you first. I always tell people, I'm not telling you no. I'm telling me yes. Right. Please don't hear no. I didn't hear no. I heard, yes, Angie, you can spend your time doing what you need to do. I heard, yes, Angie, you can consider you first. I heard, yes, Angie, you will not be moved from your center. I heard, yes, Angie, this is the right decision. I heard, yes, Angie, you can wait on this. Right. You didn't hear? I didn't hear no. I didn't hear no one time. Some other people might have heard no, but I didn't hear it. Right, and that's the place you have to get to. So there you have it. There you have it, people. Did I tell you this is going to be the best hour that you ever spent with another woman? Did I lie? Why lie, Craig? The truth is all about the truth. Decisions, decisions, decisions. And there are definitely, there's definitely an art to practicing self-control. And I'm hopeful that your plan is to become an artist and practice the craft. Right. Apply the paint. Knowing, willing, and able. Mentally move. All of those things. Right? Decisions we make and the ways we practice self-control are a part of our legacy. And what is it that you want to be known for? How many parts of your movie are we going to have to cut? Find on the, what do they call it, the, the, the producer's floor, on the movie room floor, whatever it's called. Right? There's some people that's going to have to cut up a lot of their movie. I got a few cuts myself. Don't get don't get it twisted. I'm going to be cutting up a few things myself. I am so humbled that you all showed up tonight, and I didn't have to grow up alone. You know, that's always my fear that I got to do it by myself. But I want you to do me a favor. Let's grow ahead and practice what we preached. I want, we're presented with the opportunity to share this video. Share the video, right? And so that people have the same opportunity that you did to be able to grow up. Right, to make the right decisions, to practice self-control, and to be open to learning. You have to give them that. Go ahead, do a decision, make a decision. And I thank you. Please and thank you. I'm sorry, I forgot to please. Please share the video and thank you. You good? I'm good. And I'm out of here. Love you, miss you, but what? practice, 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 and share. Love you, miss you. Bye-bye.
five seconds. Four, three, two.